Hello again and welcome back to Fast CPAs and Consultant. As usual, here we are with our CPA in Fulton, Abraham Sanchez. Good evening, Fulton, and welcome back to our talk, Tax Talk series. Thank you, Monica. It's a pleasure. Thank you. As you may remember, in this video series, we are talking about the different tax strategies that you must follow according to your situation, and we will answer all the questions received through our social networks. In this video, we are talking about FATCA which was divided into two parts. So now we are ready to continue with the second part. Fulton, shall we start? Yes. Okay, here we go. First question of this part. How do I find my FATCA details? Okay, FATCA details are found in um, bank statements, your bank statements, if they, are, uh, if they have holdings over 50,000, if you are a US citizen or in living in the U.S. or $200,000 if you live outside of the U.S., the minimum amount that you have to report and over. Um, also, you find the details in the report from insurance policies, from stock market accounts, from if you own property in the U.S. and this is um, residential. Uh, if you are living in the property or if you are uh, renting the property, you will find that information when you do your tax return in the country or here in the U.S. when you report that to the U.S. For um, holdings of companies, that will be the, the stocks that you own from the company that will also be the information of, uh, of the holding that you have in the company. Remember that FATCA needs to report not only one, one type of assets as FBAR, that is the banks, you need to report every single asset that you have. So we were saying the bank statements, this, this could be for cash accounts or for stock market accounts, the, the holdings of stocks in, an, in a private company, companies give you the report of the stocks and the distribution of the dividends every year. That is the, the document you need to report to the IRS that you hold a 10%, 20%, 15%, whatever is the, the, the percentage of the stock that you own in the company needs to be reported if you are a US citizen with holdings in a foreign company. From the insurance company, they give you, in a, in a yearly basis, they give you the cash surrender value of the policy that needs to be reported as well. If you have, um, if you are a beneficiary in a trust, in a foreign trust, and the, the foreign trust distributes assets, the, the distribution notice, it will be the document that you need to report that to the IRS. In the case of gold, the valuation, when you, how did you obtain the gold? Did you, did you purchase it? It was an inheritance. Uh, if it's an inheritance, it will be the, the, the register of the person who gave it to you. If it was a gift, um, you, are not to, you, are, you, you don't have to pay gift taxes, but the person, the person who gave you, or the, the, that gave you the gold as a gift, needs to report to the IRS if it is $100,000. All that, in all that is uh, the documentation. All those are the documents that you need to provide information to the IRS. Remember that you need amounts, you need value to report. So that is the ultimate proof is documentation from a third party that is a bank or a fiduciary or anyone who is not not uh, related to you 
All right, thank you. And what does it mean to be exempt from FATCA reporting? The only way to be exempt from FATCA is if you are a foreign citizen uh, and, you are, and you have all this in the US. That, that's the only way to be exempt from FATCA. There is also another way to be exempt from FATCA if you do not go to the, to the minimum that is required to report to FATCA. If your assets are less than $50,000 and you're living in the US, you do not need to report. You do need to say that you have belongings in a foreign country. For example, if you have bank accounts that are less than $50,000 or less than $10,000, when you file your tax return, you are supposed to say, yes, I hold foreign accounts less than $10,000 and less than $50,000. So it's obvious if they are less than 10,000, obviously they are gonna be less than 50,000. So you are exempt there. Um, also, if you, if you are, this is if you are a US citizen living in the US, if you live outside of the US, if your belongings of asset, if your holding of asset is, is uh, if your holding of asset is less than $200,000, you do not need to report to the, IR, to the IRS under FATCA. This is what, that, that is, that means to be exempt from FATCA. Understood. And why do I need to complete a FATCA form 8938 statement of specified foreign financial assets? You need to report that form to provide the detail to the IRS of the, of the assets you hold. That's one. Second, to establish the value of the assets from the moment you receive the asset as an inheritance or you purchase the asset or you exchange the asset for, for any other property. The, the deal with the form is that it establishes your basis. Because when you are going to sell the asset in the foreign country, you have proof that, to, that you have reported your basis to the IRS, and the only amount taxable will be the difference between the base or the original amount that you report to the IRS and the sales price. That's why this form is very important because you will have the ability to prove to the IRS that you did report the amount when you received the asset, when you purchased the asset, when you inherited the asset, when someone gave the assets to you and you report that base and that base will be used for the calculation of, of the profits for the payment of capital gains. Understood. And do I have to complete this form every year? Yes, it's a yearly basis. The objective is to uh, verify that the assets, um, if the assets are, if, if the value of the assets are the same through the years, and if the value of the assets increased, that increase of the value of assets is reflected in your tax return. I see, I see. Do, and do I have to fill in other FATCA form? And also there is another question related to, uh, can you let us know more about FATCA form filling? Uh, the FATCA form, the filling in of the form is directly related to the asset that you hold. That's, that's another thing. And why this form is important? I was, saying, I was saying before that it is important because it establishes basis. It means that 
that the IR, if, if you report this form, let's say that you, you inherit a property, you purchase a property in a foreign country, and the property is valued $100,000, uh, and you live in the U.S. Am I under FATCA? Yes, because it's over $50,000. I live outside of the U.S. I am a foreign ex a U.S. expert, and the property is $100,000. Am I under FATCA? No, because the property is under $200,000. So it depends of where I live that I have my obligation to report. But in addition to that, when I am disposing of the asset, um, the IRS, I can say the IRS, I can tell the IRS, I can say, my property it was value 100, I, I, I sold it for 150, I, I'm, 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 I'm going to pay taxes only for the $50,000 at 15%. That's why this form is important. It's also important because it's going to, it's going to um, raise the, the variation of your assets. If you sell the asset this year, the one that you purchased five years ago, and you do not report it, uh, the IRS is going to find out that you are not reporting the asset that you have because you don't have it anymore. And it will, the system of the IRS is going to check automatically if you have reported a form for the sale of the property. If there is no match between asset not reported anymore, like real estate asset not reported anymore, and no form for the sale of the asset or the property, then uh, immediately it's going to be identified your return and you're going to receive a letter from the IRS because there is, there is a, an inconsistency between the reports that you have, the assets that you have reported, and the missing report for the, for the sale of the property. That's clear. Thank you. And what is the difference between FATCA and CRS? Oh, I'm sorry. What is a, you said, what is the FATCA withholding? FATCA withholding doesn't apply to U.S. citizens or U.S. residents either in the U.S. or outside of the U.S. FATCA withholding applies to foreign citizens investing in the U.S., uh, for example, in the stock market or in a, a LC and a company, a limited liability company that is investing in real estate or in any other sector of the economy. If I, if I am a, a foreign citizen and you have a company, in the USA, and I and your your investment is so good, I want to invest and make money. Because I am a, a US, and because I am not a US citizen, I am a foreign citizen. You, as a US business owner, and I, and and you are obligated to withhold thirty five percent of whatever amount you pay to me in a quarterly basis. That is fat card withholding but it only applies to foreign citizens. If I am a foreign citizen or the other way around, you are a foreign citizen and I have a company and you want to invest in my company, I have to make you member of my company, a partner. And it's more than a small percentage. You come to my company, I give, and I, I have to pay you the, the, a part of the profits of my company. From those profits that I have to pay you, I have to withhold, 35% and give it to the IRS. Then you have to get a, a tax ID number and get a refund from the IRS. That is that is card withholding, but it only applies to, to foreign citizens, not to US citizens. And the percentage is 35% from any amount receivable to that foreign citizen for investment in anything in the US. Understood. 
And what is the difference between FATCA and CRS? Oh, FATCA and FATCA is only for the USA. And the USA is not part of the common report standard or CRS. Any other country except for the US, North Korea, Iran, Nicaragua, and Gambia, they are not part of the CRS. US has FATCA, North Korea, Iran, Nicaragua, and Gambia, they are neither. They are not member of any CRS convention. The rest of the world, it is. And CRS, CRS is something similar to FATCA, but FATCA is with the Internal Revenue Service in the, in the US, in the United States. CRS is a convention for a, like a multilateral agreement between different countries, but the, the, the Department of Revenues of those countries is not involved. This is like government to government. Okay, that's clear, thank you. And what is the, the difference between FBAR and FATCA? Oh, okay. The difference between FBAR and FATCA is, uh, first, the amount. Living uh, FBAR, it doesn't matter if you live in the U.S. or outside of the U.S. $10,000 of FBAR in a bank account, you have to report, either in the U.S. or not in the U.S. That is FBAR. Only bank accounts, $10,000 and above. FATCA is different. FATCA that makes a difference between U.S. citizens living in the U.S. and not living in the U.S. And between one and the other, the amount changes as well. The, the, the minimum amount that I have to report is $50,000 and above if I live in the U.S. And if I don't live in the U.S., it's $200,000 uh, and above. That is the basic difference. And that's one. Second, that is the, the nature of the asset. FBAR is only bank accounts. FATCA is bank accounts and any other assets as well. Anything else, any other asset that, that the US citizen or US expert owns in a foreign country needs to be reported. Again, remember, this is bank accounts, this is stocks, this is um, participation in a foreign company, this is distributions from a foreign, uh, foreign trust, this is gold that you own, this is uh, 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 valuables that you have in a bank, in a, in a deposit box, in a bank account, time deposits, all kind of assets that have value is for FATCA. Understood. And also for everybody, please remember that you can look into our playlist, Tax Talk, for knowing more about the FBAR. We are going to leave the link also to, uh, for our previous video in the comments because the last one was about FBAR. Um, Fulton, here we have the last question. What is FATCA self-certification? FATCA self-certification is the process for the bank. The bank is the one that certifies uh, with the IRS the compliance of FATCA. The banks need to go through a process of uh, obtaining a, a number of a general number identification for the bank GNI with the IRS that is going to be used 
for the reporting of all these bank accounts and foreign assets that the bank may have. For example, if I have a bank, a bank account with, with, a, with a bank in a foreign country and I am a US citizen, even if it is lower than $50,000 or lower $10,000, they are going to report it to the IRS. They don't make a distinction. They report everything. They, they want to, to stay in, compli in compliance, so they are gonna report everything. If I hold, if I am a US citizen living in a foreign country and I hold a deposit box in a bank, account, in a bank the bank is not gonna know the, the, what is in the, in the deposit uh, box, but the bank is going to report that I have a deposit box in a bank account. That is how, that is how uh, the bank self-certified. The bank self-certified by complying, complying with all the requirements that the IRS has set for the provision of the information about assets, financial assets and non-financial assets from U.S. citizens living out, uh, holding accounts outside of the USA. That is self-certification. It's the completion or the compliance that the bank has to provide, get the, the, the number identification with the IRS, and then the reporting of every single record that they have from a, foreign, from a U.S. citizen holding accounts in that particular bank. Thank you. That's clear. So those were the main questions we received. Now we have more information about FATCA that, than before. So thank you, Fulton, for sharing your knowledge. Pleasure. And thank you, everybody, for joining us uh, in this channel. Remember, we are going to make more videos where we talk about the different tax strategies that you must follow according to your situation. And also, you can check on our channel the different topics we have already explained. And in case you have further doubts, please do not hesitate to send yes. us an email or write it down in the comments. For example, thanks to your questions, we decided to make this third video about FATCA. Yeah. So every and doubt you may have, please correct. write it down or send an email to the yes. email address you have. Remember, this form 8938 for FATCA, it's reportable with your tax return. You have to attach it to your tax return. Quite important. There are many, many details that you need to be aware of because if not, IRS won't be nice yes. with you at all. <laughs> So be sure also to subscribe to our channel so you can be notified when we publish a new video about taxes. Thank you, Fulton, again for, for your Thank time. You, and see you, everybody, you in the next video. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.